up the podcast about video games and beer it's episode 212 i'm ben and i'm here with lucy hello hey hi and joining us is adol hey hey hi how's everyone this week good adol i see some i see some reasonable growth from last week <laughs> yep yes. that's a week Timestamp it <laughs> he looks more human is- there mm. and less like a baby <laughs> freshly it's the, it's the pushed only, out baby it's the only way people are going to know what week of uh, of lockdown and quarantine this is isn't it by uh, by our, our beard so mine charted us through a few weeks Adels can chart us through the next few weeks Lucy what are you going to do how are you going to get us through the last few weeks I'm sure by 2021 I'll have full on beards <laughs> oh god don't say 2021 Hey, you're in your thirties now, mate. You're you're, yeah. you're well on your way. Beard sprouting. Right, let's open up some beers. Uh, Lucy, you're not um, you're not drinking this evening after having a, a lovely few beers in the garden today. Yes. No, I'm not drinking. Yeah. What did you What did you have? I had a beer from Daya. Uh, it's called the Sky Keeps Staring at Me. Okay. That is an eight percent double. It's a Daya. It's nice. good. It tastes juice. real good. Pure juice. Juicy, pure juice bomb, yeah. And the first beer that I had was Life in the Clouds from Collective Arts. Oh, nice. Which, Arts. yeah, that's a solid beer. Very good beer. Mm. Nice, uh, just like IPA. Standard IPA. Fruity, bitter. Real good. So, yeah. Nice, nice. Now I'm on the jug of water. It makes <laughs> a reappearance. Hey, it's got to come in. It's got to come in every now and again, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's how we chart lockdown for you. A couple of weeks of beers, yes. then a, when we know that it's it's progressed in time because there's some water uh, appearing every now and again. Uh, Adol, you and I are going to be sampling the same beers this evening. We are. Um, and all of these weeks where we've you know done separate orders from the bottle shop, and I've tried a beer, and Adol's just got it kind of on the shelf somewhere, and we haven't coordinated this week. We got beers the same day, so we knew what we were getting. Um, I dropped them to Adol um, from from collecting them from the bottle shop, and uh, we decided to focus on um, two beers which have been brewed as part of the All Together uh, project. That's correct. So there's quite a few out in the wild from UK brewers, maybe 10 or 12, um, roughly. Um, So it is a... um, a kind of like a collaboration where other half who are uh, an, uh, an American brewer mm-hmm. have shared a recipe for uh, for an IPA and this is everyone's take on that recipe mm-hmm. um, I think the, the the reason they've done this is to support sort of the hospitality industry so funds from these all go to sort of more local projects to support uh, people in the hospitality industry so the two beers that Adel and I have got are from 
Pipeline Brewing Company and yep. Mondo. Correct. Nice. I haven't had a beer from either of these breweries before. Not really. Makes. Actually, I think I might have had a Pipeline in my past. Yeah. I think I've had okay. a Mondo at one point. Mm. Mm. Seeing them again, another two breweries that I'm seeing a lot of people drinking at the moment. Um, so whether they are kind of on the up, on the rise, they're now delivering nationally. I'm not sure. Yeah. They could have been around for years. I'll make the mistake I did several weeks ago by saying, oh yeah, Leviathan, they've only been around about 50 minutes, haven't they? I've got yeah. beer, <laughs> beers tonight, it's fine. They've actually been around for years. Um, uh, Adol, your, your choice on which you would uh, like to start with. I think maybe the pipeline, it is a slight step down in the ABV, right? Mm-hmm. It's the weird, interesting. Uh, if you do pick up this can, you'll notice it's something rather interesting, which is that the they all sort of share the same front half label. Yeah. Um, and it's the uh, worldwide collaboration brewed to support hospitality professionals. Uh, altogether, India Pale Ale, this one says 6% alcohol per volume, and then when you read the fine print, it says 5. So it does. Now I will look at this other one, which is so it does. 6.5%, and it <laughs> says nothing extra. Um, so let's start with the five-ish percent beer. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? I think a lot of them are around the six, six and a half. I mean, with the same recipe, I suspect. So, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I mean, go on. I was going to say, there are some ingredients, again, on, on the pipeline one, um, whereas the um, the Mondo one doesn't list as many ingredients. Um, yeah. Yeah. Also, weirdly, like clearly, who they they did a different Photoshop with their um, with their label maker or whatever, um, mm. because the pipeline one doesn't have a barcode. Yes. Yeah. And the other one does. Weird. Anyway, uh, crack on. Ooh, I've got him. I've got him going. I've got him poured. Uh, I, that that nose hits. Absolutely, as soon as you crack that can, you're just wafts, wafts towards you. Um, Especially when it, you pour it by your face to be on yeah. camera. It does. Uh, it does list the ingredients as pale malt, oats, carapils, and wheat. The hops are mosaic, citra, simcoe, and cascade. Mm. And this one has got London three yeast in it. Um, I I don't know in terms of the malt bill whether that comes across between all of the um, between all of the beers I would imagine the hops probably stay the same and maybe quantities and things like that but maybe there's things like yeast that people are mm -hmm. kind of uh, uh, changing up playing in with. those recipes yeah and playing with um, so it'd be interesting to see kind of how all of these are different I do have um, another altogether beer from Dig um, sat on the shelf because uh, they've done one as well I know Daya have done one uh, track have done one, Left Handed Giant have done one, so there's a few of the bigger names as well that yeah. have kind of pushed some of these uh, out. Lucy, have you have you had any of the Altogether beers? No, this is the first time I'm hearing about it actually. I'm going to have to maybe track some down. Yeah, mm. I think the only time I've had Mondo was uh, just looking at the histories with collaboration with Weird Beard, with a yeah. 
oatmeal stout so called mm. nothing else matters nothing very good yeah. But um, yeah, I was just looking at all the beers, this hundreds that they've done over the years. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they've eluded us this far. So I guess it's down to distribution, stockists. Mm, true. Um, you know, we're yeah. or I haven't been one to. They're London-based. They're yeah. Cornwall-based. Uh, Pipeline or, or Cornwall. Mondo, uh, yeah. Mondo are London. Oh, yeah. Mondo, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I I haven't been one to sort of use mail order beer services until mm. recently, until sort of lockdown. Mm. Um, it's normally always bottle shop um, visits, so you know people have probably been getting them through that way. Maybe. Yeah, probably, most likely. Yeah, if Sounds you're watching right. us or if you're listening to us, tweet us at Tanks Upcast. Come into our Twitch channel. Let us know if you've had anything from Pipeline or Mondo and what you thought about them. Uh, but first, this pipeline brewing company altogether beer, six or five, five or six percent IPA. One of them. It's. I've, I've poured far too much in this glass. To I was going to say, I'm actually yeah. Im- impressed at, at how you're like claw holding it and not spilling it. <laughs> you always I got a, it. you're Pine a daredevil, Ben. You always go very close to the line. Yeah. <laughs> Fill it up, mate. Get it yeah. in there. Um, <laughs> Did it's hazy as hell. Yeah, it is really hazy. Did yours pause with much head at all? Uh, I mean, you saw it on stream. There was, or on video rather, there was like about an inch during the pour, but it settled like almost immediately. Yeah, mm. yeah. The, the mine has just disappeared instantly. Yeah. But you've got this lovely hazy, uh, uh, golden honey looking. Yes. Yeah, golden honey coloured uh, liquids. Very, very nice. And that nose is, even though it cracked and came straight from the can, it is quite hmm. light. A little bit of sort of tropical fruit on the on the nose. Hmm. But in the flavour, kind of dials that down a little bit. And actually, it's a bit more. Um, not sort of sweet tropical fruit. Hmm. It's got that slightly. Stewed nature to it. I think I'm, it's like I'm a very it's like an overripe mango. Hmm. Yeah. Like it's got that sort of heaviness that comes where where when the sort of tropical fruit goes, you know, is on its way out. So it's not quite stewed, but it has that like retained, condensed sort of oomph to the taste. Yeah. And and yeah, you're right. Way less than the uh, um, way less sweet. That you get on that tropical flavor because of mm. that, mm. and it's it's interesting because it flows quite well into the very light bitterness that it has. Mm-hmm. So it's got a bit of a pine to it. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, a little bit, but it's quite it's quite light actually. It's not a big flavor. Mm. It's very subdued. Um, nice. Just, just overripe mango and tropical fruit notes in the flavour, which moves very, flows very well into that very light piney bitterness on the end. Yeah. Um. I think that that fruity flavour kicks back in a little bit as well when the piney bitterness starts to subside a little. That fruit kind of kicks back in. Uh, yeah. Which is which is nice to have that as the sort of the lasting flavour. Yeah, the finish is definitely more sort of slightly fruity beer than 
uh, lingering bitterness. It's just mm. like, like it's, I, I don't like the word spike um, because it mm. sounds like it's like woof. But yeah. it's, it's sort of like just a brief moment of, of that very almost delicate, um, slightly piney bitterness. And it's still there now that I haven't had to sip for mm. a while. It, it sort of, I think what it is is it fades to like a lower level and then the fruitiness can come back and then that when that fades away you're like oh that bitterness was probably still there the whole time um but yeah i mean the the, the taste curve is very much like sort of condensed stewy f- tropical fruit bit of nice delicate piney bitter mm. sweetness of fruit lingering light um uh bitterness uh it i Somewhere in the middle of there, I was getting an aspartame type taste. I think it was right around that sweetness. And I think it's yes. the pine and the sweet interacting in a way that it's not my favorite taste, mm. to be honest. But it doesn't last that long. And I think I, I'll be shocked if it isn't as noticeable, you know, by the time we get halfway through. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely on the initial couple of um, sips I had, you, you get that hit at the back of the throat, that slightly acidic. Uh, and sort of feel to it mm. um, that kind of almost comes through more in the body than in the flavour I suppose when you're sort of supping it back you get that nice sort of wet liquid that comes back and then it just kind of hits the back of your throat just a little bit with it um, and, and as you said it's not it's not the nicest um, but it, it is already subsiding or or at least my palate is getting used to just that additional sort of acidity to it Mm-hmm. Um, definitely versus yeah. the beers I had earlier which were much lighter I had a couple of pails earlier so um, they were very very light I mean the, these are or this is light in flavour but it doesn't the beers earlier didn't quite have that little bit of heft that this mm. has kind of accompanying everything mm. it's um, bodied mm. yeah that's a good way of putting it it's uh, also it does leave you a bit dry, which is worth noting. So I yeah. am noticing I'm not taking huge sips, but I'm taking frequent sips. Yes. Um, just because it's like, huh, need something. Um, you know, which is not terrible, but it's a thing. I, I prefer slightly less um, that, but again, it's yeah. it's really mildly in that in that zone. Uh, and you know, usually you you get that with the right type of bitterness. There's only and only so much you can do to prevent that drying out feel. Yes. All together now. <laughs> All together. Do you do you imagine that's the song for this? Or not, yes. Um, that's all I was. That that was just playing through my head. I wasn't listening to anything you lot were saying. I was just it was just that yeah. song playing <laughs> on a loop. <laughs> Someone said something what we about say bitterness. Now. No. Yeah, it doesn't matter what we say for the next two hours. That's it. That's all everyone's gonna get. <laughs> Rather than our normal ramblings. Um, So, we'll drink these and uh, move on to our first topic, our first segment for the the evening. Uh, Lucy, I thought Mm. we'd start with you this week as you're not on the beers. Yeah. Um, I played a game that I very, 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 very much liked the last week. It only took me Mm. a few days because I raced through it and... It's one of the favourite games I've played this year, to be honest. Um, it's called Hunt Down. Oh, All one yes. word. Uh, it's a... I'd call it like 
16-bit pixel art, but it's some of the best pixel art I've ever seen. It's, it's sort of like in between like in between like 16 and 32. It's very, it's very detailed. It's more like, ooh, this looks like something you'd see like late Sega, like Mega Drive okay. or, or Genesis, depending on where you're from. But um, it's basically a 2D side-scrolling shmup. Um, it's like Contra. It's like mm. Contra and Broforce had a baby and one glorious baby. Just <laughs> over-the-top action. Um, I think you can play from three different characters, uh, so it's not quite got the breadth of different playable char- characters like in Broforce, but I just played one. Um, I think they're all pretty similar because you can't. they start with their own particular weapon, but... As you play, you're usually swapping out weapons, and you're, you know, sometimes when you run out of ammo, you default to your default weapon. But mm. most of the time, you're using, you're picking up, you know, Gatling guns, rocket launchers, katana swords, and everything like that. But nice. Played as this uh, woman called Anna Conda, because hey. it's one of those <laughs> games. It's just like everything's yep. stupid, and um, basically you're just uh, running and gunning, two um, D side scrolling. A little bit of platforming, not much. Um, it's nowhere near as where as bad it was as it was in like Contra games or anything like that. So, just a little bit of um, platforming. There are you know to complete a hundred a level hundred percent, you have to kill all the enemies. You have to pick up these three briefcases, which is like hidden in secret areas and mm. sometimes being carried by these NPCs that you have to gun down in a certain amount of time before they escape and you have to, well you don't have to, but you know, to get 100% you uh, shouldn't die for the whole level, but that's uh, a bit tricky, not something that I'm going to (laughs) do, because it was just like, you know, that sounds frustrating, I'm just going to, you know, run and gun and die and Mm. splatter guys against the wall. Are Are there difficulties? Yes. Different difficulty settings. Okay. Um, I just played on normal, um, which is, which is easier than I expected. So, if you think like, oh, this is very much an homage to those old, you know, running gunners, which are notoriously hard. Um, it's not that, and I think there's an easy mode and super hard mode or something like that. But the normal mode is the checkpointing is quite generous, and quite often I think you get like about three checkpoints per each level so you're never starting all the way back at the start so that's nice mm. um, but the, the sorry I was just wondering yeah. like, what what, um, what platform I played it on Xbox I believe it's also on Switch I imagine it's got to be on PS4 as well and PC the so PC I think it's on release everything. date is the 12th of May 2021 oh. it's got to be on Epic then yeah, <laughs> I assume. Sorry, yeah. yeah, I'm dumb. Um, yeah, it's probably on Epic Games then. Yeah, cool. Sorry, I just yeah. looked it up and I was like, oh, we'll see if I, what what idiots on um, Steam reviews say, and then it was like, mm. there are no reviews because it's not out. I that bet if you go weird. to like the community hub, if it is an Epic exclusive, I, I bet you'll just be seeing discussions like, ooh. Yeah, let's not do that. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> standard standard Steam people yeah. on Epic exclusivity. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, coming. they still crashed the mm. servers getting mm. GTA 5. Um, what, the server's still there? I was manu- no, I managed no, to. No, they're, 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 oh. they came up that day. 
Right. Uh, okay. Is um is the shooting on this um mm. three sixty or does it follow no. sort of the eight points of Contra? I think it was it's an just... Xbox One. <laughs> hey. Funny. <laughs> um, no, it's it's literally just uh, left and right. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not even, you know, up down. So. Mm. Like. And are you so because mm. obviously it's on. Um, it's a, it's a two D side scroller. You're platforming kind of more on the vertical plane. I would guess yeah. then. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah, the, the the like kind of hook to this that makes it a bit different is every level ends with like a boss that you find. Nice. It's it's like a boss rush mode um, rather than oh you do like three levels and then you get the big bad boss. It's like yeah. oh no, there's a boss on every single uh, level and at, there's different areas, different zones, and once you complete that zone, then you get like a bigger badder boss, but. Every other le- level has a, every level has a boss, which is cool, and they're all got like the di- you know diverse move sets, all got you know really interesting character designs. It's really varied in that sense, so that's nice. They're not just like oh, this this same enemy every single time. It's yeah. like oh this this person's you know um, the the leader of this hockey gang, and it's like oh they can. Like sweep you into a net and stuff like that, and then it's just got they're so over the top and bizarre, and it's just it's just great. It's just one of those fun, just mechanically sound running guns. The the, the shooting and platforming feels really tight. You can like slide into enemies and like kick them, and, and, that, Ooh, nice. and that yeah, it makes it feel really good. And it's it's just really good. I just, it's just like, I, I miss these kinds of games. I think it, after playing like Streets of Rage 4, it's like, oh, I long for this, um, you know, the era of just simple mechanics focused games. And it's just like, everything's stupid, everything's neon and over the top. <laughs> Excellent. The soundtrack's, kind of you know, good. And it's like, yeah. It's just, it's like watching, I don't know. It's like playing Terminator 2 or or Aliens or Predator or something like that. You're just running and gunning and shooting dudes and it feels real good. Nice, nice. Yeah. I would imagine they've had some um, you know, inspiration from from Broforce. You're saying you know, mm. the character's called Anaconda, so it's got a <laughs> a certain level of humour to yeah. it. Um, it's does it does it, yeah. does it lean into that kind of the entire uh. way through the game? Not much. You do. I'd say the most it gets is like you hear these quips from the your character, and they're like really corny, like eighties B movie lines or something like that. Yeah, something that you hear in RoboCop, which I watched this last Excellent. weekend. Still good film. Nice. Mm. Fucking fantastic but, film. Yep. Get but, ready for Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though the pricing's ridiculous on that I might wait for a sale but yeah I was like mm. I saw Robocop I was like yeah I miss Robocop I need to watch the second one because I I'm pretty sure I've seen it but it would have been decades ago yeah yeah I don't remember um, the second Robocop film being one of those that you return to very much <laughs> you know it's not it's not Terminator 2 it's not something mm. that you go oh you know, before the days of kind of on demand and, and streaming yeah. and stuff, flicking through channels and go, 782's on, that's it, I'm, I, yeah. I can stop um, here and just watch this. 
Oh yeah, but I mean that that's the pinnacle of that series. While well, Robocop one. No, I think the first Terminator is better. In Terminator two. Uh, it's a better sci-fi film, and Terminator two is a better action film. They're, yeah, they're just two different the first, genres yeah. of film. Yeah. Like aliens, yeah. The first one's definitely. I'd say it's like horror. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like a sci horror mm. type. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you're right. But yeah, that's um, then from Easy Trigger Games. Cool. So this, I found a review in the community hub that wasn't. How do I okay. report this to Steam for not being on Steam? Um, okay. Uh, and the Chocos Rombati says this game has too many checkpoints. No more dad games, please. Dad, dad games, games because yeah, dad. Uh, because this is seemingly the target group of almost any retro-styled indie games, so- soft and boring games that are pretty to look at um- and almost play by themselves. I'm fucked. Oh, I'm hard, 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 hard off by all these wannabe ultra hardcore arcade games, and then just giving you infinite lives and checkpoints around every corner, even on hard mode. I still prefer to play old classics on Amiga and Meg- Mega Drive. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just basically whinging about quality of life. I mean, it does. It- I actually was wondering if hard mode was fewer checkpoints. That's yeah, a common thing. Uh, that actually brings me to a good point because hard mode does kind of suck because it's basically you only get like one bar of health and that's it. The enemies oh. don't have better AI or anything like that. It's the same thing. It's just mm. that you're you're dead if you get hit once, which mm. isn't the way to do a hard mode. In my you opinion. just need no. to be more skillful in missing bullets. Yeah, basically. yeah. Um, so yeah, the hard mode sucks, but. In terms of, I mean, there are games out there like like Blazing Chrome that came out last year. That's got both options of being as easy as you want it. You can have multiple lives, and um, you know, just have to continue from you know these checkpoints in the stage, or you can just go full on hard mode with like Blazing Chrome, and that was you know a pixel art two D shooter which I really enjoyed last year. But as you yeah. say, quality of life. Uh, some people just, you know, don't want to have that, you know, hard as hell experience. And he's he's got those games on the Amiga, so... Yeah, um, and, and I mean, that's the thing. It's like, said, I so. have this game. I want this then game Then go play again. it. <laughs> go play it. If Who you've already got guy? those <laughs> options there and those older games to kind of return yeah. to, I can understand that you want something new, a new experience to kind of delve mm. into, new aesthetic, new characters, new bosses and things. Oh. Yeah, I guess it's sort of weird for someone to complain that the genre wasn't quite what they wanted. I get it yeah. in a certain sense, but like writing a uh, thanks, Cosmic. Uh, writing a um, a long uh, scathing uh, review because yeah. it's like too easy, rather than just saying like this isn't like con- like I guess I hate the tone. I get it, Steam and internet but it'd be nice if someone just said hey if you're looking for something like Contro and that's this punishing isn't exactly it, this yeah. isn't it mm-hmm. but it does all these other things instead of being like it's also, hard because I'm a pro gamer I'm a pro elite gamer and I hate mm. people like Ben Ben <laughs> you specifically you are the bane of my existence Existence, yeah. you He's dad gamer you <laughs> yeah that was so bizarre I was like what does he mean by dad game oh people who have children and don't have large amounts of time and would like to get free games that's a bad thing that's a you know <laughs> yeah you know dad and bad slower. are only different from one letter right yeah, yeah true bad bad yeah I don't bad get it. dad 
gamers. <laughs> Bad dad games. <sighs> I don't mind being called that forever. Um, should we stick to me? Because I've got one. Oh, yeah, you, you a PSA. A quick PSA. Um, did either of you play a game called Nog? G N O G. No, I haven't. Mm. I didn't start it, but I have it because I, I. Who are you, me? Remember you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it was free on Epic Game Store last oh, year been, yeah. at some point, mm. and I remember I think you'd mentioned it before, Lucy. So I'm like, oh, this is the free game. Yeah. Oh, definitely, and I think it's probably installed on my machine actually. Mm. Yeah, yeah, check that out. That's really, that's it's really good. It's like a kind of puzzle boxy. Uh, like going through, I think they're monster heads, but you're basically, it's got a very tactile feel to it where you're solving puzzles to basically open up these monster heads, which sounds way more grim than it is because it's very colourful and very mm. toyetic. And, um, but yeah, the, the, the developers' uh, co op mode, their uh, follow up, well, not follow up, but their game after that came out on Apple Arcade. So it's, it's a, Put it in your hat for later, uh, PSA, for people who don't have Apple Arcade, but it's called Winding Worlds, and it's it's very similar to Nog in, in that it's very tactile and you're solving these puzzles on like these little little Mario galaxies, it's like just these little nice. worlds and stuff like that. It's got, a, it's got that same like very soft, toyetic look, look to it like uh, Nog did, but yeah, it's got a nice little message oh. behind... Uh, like it's got a little bit of a narrative to it, which is nice as well. So. Mm. Kind of looks like Little Prince meets Adventure Time. Yeah, you're playing as I can't remember her name. Gosh, what's her name? She looks like a bunny. But yeah. 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 And you've got a <laughs> yes, dog <okay>. companion. <laughs> yeah, but you, the thing is that you don't take the dog anywhere. You're like stay boy on the phone. Oh, really? So don't go into this game thinking you can pet the dog. So. <laughs> That's Why the did they do reason. this to us? <laughs> just a pure aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, it's like Asset, stay boy, just, and then yeah. he does. So he it's like most of the shit in Animal Crossing. Mm. You can't do anything to it. You just sort of put it in the corner and be like, "Have a thing." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, bye. Animal later. Crossing doesn't have a full sort of Tamagotchi <laughs> mode to it. We've got to feed your pet, and no, that's just Call of Duty, Ben. <laughs> did you see, did you see that? They're, no, they're selling what? DLC. And it's basically a Tamagotchi watch. What? Yeah. But that's Winding Worlds quick PSA. Yeah. <laughs> good. Very good. One for uh, the one for the wish list. Yes, for sure. Um, it's mm. just on Apple Arcade now. I imagine it's going to come to PC and hopefully Android at some point. So, yeah. Well, I mean, first it's got to hit the Epic Game Store for another exclusive. <laughs> True. <laughs> well, they've done the uh, Nog on there, so yeah, maybe, maybe. I wonder, with with Apple Arcade, obviously they have an exclusivity of certain games, and I, I think we've we've kind of delved into this a little bit on a previous episode. But mm-hmm. they've got that exclusivity on mobile platforms, and I know some Apple Arcade games have come to Steam not that yeah. long yeah. after. Um, like a fold apart was like literally a week apart between releases, like on Apple Arcade and. There's another one and, called Never Song. Um, yeah. I think a folder part's coming in. It has, it's, hmm, I think it launched on Xbox today. A folder part, but I can't, I can't remember. But yeah, it's, it's not. It, 
I don't know if there's any yeah kind of exclusivity that would preclude them from launching on another like console or something and then on our Apple Arcade mm, or if it has right. to be Apple Arcade first even if it's just for a week I don't know I don't sign the contracts but yeah maybe yeah. you should Lucy yeah sure take all that Apple money get the games for everybody <laughs> take the yeah. Apple money and then just give them to everybody yeah. anyway yeah I'll be like screw your contract and they'll be like no we'll have exclusivity illegal. for one week <laughs> done <laughs> no more of this yearly yeah. bullshit hmm but it's like it's nice seeing. I think a game comes out every Friday, um, a new nice. one, and it's nice just seeing. Oh, I liked this uh, developer's previous game. They've just got a new game that I've never even heard of, never seen. You know, had no press releases about it before, and it's just there. And it's just like, yep, go play it. It's really oh, excellent. Yeah, it is nice. I, I did see um, on Twitter, and I, kind of searching in my mind for the name of the game and it will not come to me but the mm. developer of a game that's going to be coming out soon had, had tweeted a few like their, their initial kind of like trailer mm. and it's about um it's, it's sort of not similar to florence in its gameplay elements but in terms of its kind of story it's kind of about a couple and and their life together how they fall in love uh, and that sort of thing but it takes this interesting tone towards the end of the trailer in that mm. maybe you're able to go back and play things in different ways so the conversations mm. that you're having with this uh, with this other woman uh, who, you're, who you get into a relationship with maybe you can approach things kind of in a different way and see kind of how that plays out um, is it Catherine? The... <laughs> no it's not <laughs> is it um, just the latest episode of Rick and Morty? yeah <laughs> no <laughs> no, it, it looks. I, I, I'm never going to be able to trawl through mm. Twitter to, to to find this, but it looks beautiful. Like it's, mm. a, it's a really good-looking game, like almost sort of, of watercolor style? in its sort of art style. Is it style. called If Found? Because I think a game called that came out today. Give it a quick <laughs> Google. Talk amongst yourselves while I have a little. While I have a little. Uh, if Found. By if, if you find if if found then. It will be found and not. No, lost. I think it found looks like it's about. I don't know. Uh, it looked painterly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's it's about racing and rebuilding, where the only way forward is to destroy what has happened before. Oh. That sounds like what you described. <laughs> December thirty first, nineteen ninety three. It's not. Okay. It's yeah. not if found. Games are derivative and all the same. Yeah, I mean, all, all <laughs> games are garbage and, and for babies, right? Except yeah. for dad games. <laughs> no, no, games are for babies and dads now. We've just got dad rich. games are the best games, obviously. <laughs> so dad games are the new baby games. Yeah. <laughs> no, but dad games are the slower ones, not like Fortnite. The baby yeah, games yeah. are the Twitch games. Yeah. That's does that make does that make Call of Duty Warzone a baby game? game? That's a baby. No, it's uh, a baby game. That's a baby that, game. Okay. Yeah, it's a baby dad. I'm game. glad we're getting baby our classifications, game. you know, correct now for. <laughs> We'll put it on every time. box for the ESRB. Baby game, dad game. Oh, I've made an absolute schoolboy, and I haven't even liked the tweet about the game <laughs> that I really mm. liked the look of to be able to return to it and find out what the game was called. We'll surface it uh, in, we'll in the coming weeks. Yeah. I mean, I mean, with the amount that we absolutely love Florence. 
Mm. There's no doubt that it will find its way to us at some point. Yeah, I mean, and we will play it. Twitter analytics—they—they they can hear you right now. They're looking for this game, and they're going to sell you a plushie for it. So it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Google uh, is just yeah, they're so, just gonna fly up all those ads now. Yeah, so, yeah. So that's winding worlds, winding mm, worlds, winding words, winding worlds. Yeah, the yeah. little spheres mm. that you run around on, like Mario yeah. and the Little mm. Prince. Yeah, I think as I wrote it down, my L just became became a D. A. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. There's there's a game that I will briefly talk about. I haven't finished it. It's called Virtuaverse. It's a like a deal I don't think you've probably as he sips his drink I don't think you've probably got around to this the point and clink adventure that's very Was neon I... and cyberpunk inspired I... oh that one no I haven't mm-hmm. got around to it no that's fine because I haven't finished it either but um, it, it's I will install <laughs> it though <laughs> oh, that's a start I think it's it's probably what like less than a Thanks, gig I don't know or two gigs or something. I don't know. But yeah, it's it, it's um, a point-and-click adventure, cyberpunk-inspired. Um, coming to it after Hunt Down, I was like, "Oh, this pixel art—it's pretty, which is not as pretty as Hunt Down, but it is very good and very evocative of that kind of like cyberpunk style." Which a lot of games have been coming out like recently with that cyberpunk yeah. tinge, like cloudpunk and stuff. But um, it's it's your classic point-and-click adventure game and in that the puzzles are really quite obtuse like i could get through like the first area pretty okay because my brain is just wired um terribly to understand and predict (laughs) those puzzles but even then it was just like oh i i do this and it's like okay i'm I'm getting closer but it's just like it's just it it goes at such a snail pace it's just like Oh, come on, just unlock the new area, just unlock the next puzzle and stuff like this. I've done everything that I can possibly think of. Right. And um, I, I've had to look at, like, uh, I don't think there's any guides up as such, but, like, the community hub, which can be useful on Steam, just just to look at, like, pointers. It's like, where do I go next? This, this, mm. is, this has become more obtuse than my brain can handle, but <laughs> I'm going to keep plugging away at it, see where it goes. Um... Yeah, I'm. I'm not in love with the story. You're basically. I am. I'm still just this guy, trying to find his girlfriend, and I don't know where okay. she's gone, who he is, what what the motivations he has, beyond just like finding this girl because he's doing some like pretty despicable things just to find her. It's like, why don't you just oh. call her, mate? Oh <laughs> no. Like, yeah, it's. I don't quite understand the character motivations, but. You know, we'll see where it goes. Uh, the yeah. the world hasn't enraptured me. It's very like by you know filling the you know filling the blank cyberpunk story like oh the people of synthetics and you know this dystopian almost fascist world. Everyone wants to be in their utopian reality wearing goggles, whereas I see the real world and stuff like that. So right. it seems a bit derivative, but mm. we'll see where it goes. You know, and now, have you the hit the, the mandatory Keanu mm. slash Keanu stand-in cameo? Mm. No, there was a guy with a beard, though. So. Ben's in the game. 
just generic beard. <laughs> even guy. Ben or Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Uh, I think I we're think very similar. Another dad game, <laughs> super similar. Me and Keanu Reeves, obviously. Yeah. You mm. just, you know, I could sit here all, all episode and just go, whoa. <laughs> to everything ben. everyone says, that'd be it. Do you know kung fu? <laughs> whoa. I, I know, know kung, kung fu. fu. <laughs> Excellent. Um, it 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 does bring up uh you know a, a good sort of uh question with all of these games that we're kind of seeing released this year and, and, and late last year that are of that cyberpunk aesthetic whether when something like cyberpunk 2077 you know massive Which i'm sure will be the massive, most derivative of all of yeah. <laughs> but a, a massive production big triple a yeah. game how that then affects the market kind of going forward in the indie space when sure. those kind of developers think well actually we know that our next project can take us three years or two years to kind of put together mm. it's going to be such a big game it's releasing roughly around then is that something we can use to our advantage it's it's you know we yeah. we toyed with kind of cyberpunk ideas we like the genre let's make a cyberpunk game and I yeah. imagine some of these smaller cyberpunk games probably started their development around the same time as cyberpunk. Mm. Um, you know, we, we had Altered Carbon um, as a Netflix series, which is which is from the novel, um, which came out last year. And I think the second series was this year. Yeah, um, so it's definitely kind of come into the zeitgeist a little bit more than as it kind of previously was. Mm-hmm. in novels for you know well since since the 80s cyberpunk has kind of been in novels and comics and we've never really jumped into it massively mm. in games and there's been there's, there have been lots of games which are which are cyberpunk based there's been the role playing game there's other sort of stuff but we seem to be at that point now where cyberpunk as an aesthetic uh, as a narrative as lots of different things yeah. are kind of being explored and used. And I, I just wonder whether Cyberpunk 2077 has had an influence on the, the market in that way. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's probably, I think it's probably both. Like, I think it's it's when it made such a splash, then people see that, oh, this is a thing, especially when you make a smaller game with a shorter timeline, you mm-hmm. can kind of jump on that sort of wave but i think it's yeah. also part of the wave like i think we're just hitting like in fashion we're we're back in the 90s um <laughs> uh you know we're, we're catching up to the matrix uh the mm-hmm. cyberpunk was what um william gibson uh snow crash was when he like came up with that and the nascent ideas of things like the matrix and all that and all that stuff is starting to get um sort of rebooted, rejigged. We also have things Mm. like transhumanism being more possible, people getting implants and stuff, and I think it's just, I think it's just the time where people are starting to really think about these things. AI, like, pre-COVID, um, uh, pre-COVID, yeah, in the before times, yes, I think, uh, I think time should just, should start at zero now. Yeah. Zero, PC one. Yeah, oh god. 
Uh, in the before times, people, um, AI was like in the news on almost the daily at some point, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I think it's, uh, yeah, I think it's just sort of we're we with Facebook algorithms and fake news and shit all mm. getting us back to thinking about what this weird sphere of the world is that's so impactful that with that that coupled with this wave of sort of nostalgia with you dad gamers and like 90s fashion and all these things we're sort of in the middle of that cycle that it sort of just makes sense that this is hitting the forefront and then i again like you said when the witcher 3 became this huge thing and the next thing they wanted to do was jump on that sort of wave they in gaming that made that wave really big yeah and instead of like two or three indie games that occasionally come out that are sort of cyberpunk-esque um where you're getting a lot more and you're getting sort of medium-sized games sort of jumping on that aesthetic because of all these influences. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I suppose there's a lot of medium-sized games as well that uh, would, again, have been started around the same time as... Um, maybe not the same time as Cyberpunk, but at least uh, the same time that everyone was made aware that Cyberpunk was being... Or Cyberpunk 2077 was being made um, stuff like Observer which came out a couple of years ago kind of lives within that space you know and, and is getting a uh, like an uprezzed Redux version for, um, yeah, for the next generation consoles um, so if it's a game that, that everyone missed you can then go and return to or go play it and I think they've they're looking at kind of it's a lot of sort of visual fidelity kind of things that they're looking at some upgrading with that uh, but whether again whether they decided that studio's gone mm, we made this game it was reasonably successful uh, maybe we need to port it to next generation consoles again to take advantage of that that wave to, to, to stay on this we know that people are going to be in the mood for this but after something like Cyberpunk 2077 which is going to be from all accounts, a ginormous game. Does it then not dilute the market? I think it might actually stifle it. Like, does it? Yes. Does it stifle it once it's released? Yeah, I think. I mean, I mean, with the small indie games, with like totally different, um, like especially like these visual novelly sort of point and click ones. I mm. think you just no one's gonna, even if someone says, "Oh, you're." Just copying Cyberpunk 2077. I think that's fine. Um, because, I mean, those people are never going to buy it anyway. Um, but I think um, the uh, it's sort of when a AAA studio sort of it puts their flag on a specific sort of era or genre type setting, it's harder for similar style games and similar sized games to do the same. I mean, there's a reason why you don't really get a lot of historical uh, third-person action-y games, because <laughs> Assassin's Creed's been bouncing around the timeline for ages, right? Like, literal and figurative ages. Um, so it's just like, what, like, what are you going to do? Oh yeah, I wanted to do a sort of pseudo-stealthy... Like, if Can you imagine if the Thief reboot, even when it happened, which was what? I don't remember. 2014? 14? If they 15? made it third. Maybe yeah. 2015? It might have been 15. I remember if they made that third person, though, mm -hmm. like, 
people would have been like, you're just fucking copying Assassin's Creed, even if what they were trying to do is just innovate their own franchise. Mm. Like, yeah. the, the, you can't. Which sucks, mm. but also, I think... Uh, I think it'll be fine. Like, I think we'll get more... I, I think we'll get some sort of tag-ons and tag-alongs and some, like, boring sort of cash cow games in Cyberpunk, and then... Mm-hmm. Unless they make Cyberpunk 2078, I think there'll be space, but it'll be... I mean, these things are on a lag time anyway, but it'll probably be, you know, mm. like five years at least before someone does a big-ish game in the, in the similar vein. Yeah, yeah. and but, you, hopefully it kind of reinvigorates some of those, um, some of those other games. Um, stuff like Deus Ex, which mm. I know didn't sell... Very well, and sounded well one. enough for Squeenix to um, to, to yeah. make the third yeah. game. Basically, they basically said Adam Jensen's dead. <laughs> this yeah, point. pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they were like Lara's dead, Jensen's dead, Hitman, Agent Forty. They're all you're, dead. Yeah, you're really dead. But um, yeah, I, I don't know, like, because a lot of the times when I play a game, I like it. I I, I very much like. St- sometimes stay in that mood and it's like I want something mm. similar in a similar setting or like I see Robocop or Predator in games and it's like I want to watch those films or yeah, it's sometimes it's like yeah. a lot of the times just seek out similar media whether that, you know that's cross media films TV other games mm. so it's like yeah I'm in the mood to play I don't know this kind of game and or in this setting and stuff like that so yeah I think Absolutely. it could only help those smaller games, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And I think in a in a similar sort of vein as we've sort of um you know, Adel, you and I talked about Assassin's Creed Valhalla over the over the trailer a, a couple of weeks ago when that released. Uh, I've been watching um The Last Kingdom, which is all mm. about the Danes invasion and how Wessex um uh, sort of stayed almost free of invasion and how mm-hmm. Alfred the Great tried to create an England um, out of all of these sort of unified smaller kingdoms that there were and beat back sort of the Danes. Kim and I were watching that um, a couple of weeks before the Assassin's Creed Valhalla uh, kind of reveal mm-hmm. and yeah. as soon as that released I'm like oh I'm absolutely in the mood for this game. Yeah you know I, I like Assassin's Creed games they're fun but the Viking settings, yes, I, I, we don't have many of those at the moment. Mm. I will absolutely love to jump into to that setting, and part of that is because I've been watching this show, which is a very passive form of entertainment, and yeah. I've been enjoying it, and it's been kind of good enough for us to keep going with it. But suddenly, when someone goes, "You can be you that," want, guy. do you want some kind of active, <laughs> active entertainment? Yeah, you can be Sigurd into or, that world. Yeah, well, you. <laughs> You can be, yeah, Desmond's family. (laughs) Desmondson. Yeah. Desmondson. Right, should we open another beer? Yeah, go on. (laughs) So, uh, if you've been with us from the start, you will know that we are going to be drinking another all-together beer. Uh, This is from Mondo. Are they just called Mondo? Mondo Brewing, who are in London. They don't put a huge amount of information on there. They don't put any of the um, ingredients apart from water, barley, hops, yeast. 
Uh, they do have a best before date, which is <laughs> October of this year. I think the last one didn't have a best before date. So, again, interesting that they've all taken a slightly different I think tone a, with, I their, suspect, with their side yeah. sort of text. It's all a little bit kind of... Yeah, you know, I suspect that they basically and... got up until here in their Photoshop file. <laughs> and then they just do their standard thing for the last probably it, two inches yes. or whatever. Um, this one claims it's 6.5% and changing from the other one doesn't claim it's another percent somewhere else on the can. <laughs> <laughs> there are not two percentages listed oh, but what anywhere. If they were? What was if it could um, be like yeah, clicky cigarette, but it's like oh, uh, clicky beer. I, I want four percent now. <laughs> yeah, but like who would click the fucking steps. percent button? I like, don't know. <laughs> Dads. Hey. <laughs> oh. Babies. Baby dad. Yeah. Just blame. Just wow. blame us for everything. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, you know, we are the. We are the patriarchy, aren't we? So, literally and figuratively, yeah. might as well. It is or all is our this... fault, to be fair. Yeah. So it pours very similar to the other one. It does. The yeah. nose is nowhere near as big when you crack the can. Um, no, it doesn't, doesn't just waft. Doesn't at waft. You. Mm. This looks hazier to me. Um, it's definitely more carbonated. Like it, it uh, looks, you can it see the bubbles clinging to the glass, while on the other mm. one it just didn't. Um, it, I think, yeah, it's definitely um, hazier. It's also, I want it, so I can't tell because it's if it's a haziness, but I want to say it's, no, it's probably just hazier, but the same color tone. I was going to say it might be oh, slightly yeah. more orange, but I think that's just the fact that less light's going through it. I think it's just darker because yeah. of the haziness. Yeah. Yeah. So I fixed my inappropriate comment. That's right. When we make inappropriate comments, it's about haziness. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yes, we don't have heated gamer moments over here. No, definitely not. Uh, Fuck that. Um, <laughs> it's I mean, it's a, it's a lovely, lovely design yeah. on the art. Yeah. Um, very, very nice. Almost sort of stained glass. Uh, I was just saying, it's, it's like some Mondo mosaic, right? Mm. But yeah, it's a little more stained glass than just generic um, mosaic. Mm-hmm. This this nose really is light. I'm not getting much from it at all. Mm. Maybe a little bit of tropical fruit, but that's kind of it, really. Yeah. And it, it's very, very subdued. Really light. Give me a sec. I mean, the head did die down very similar to the other one, and also all yep. the clinging bubbles sort of just most of them disappeared. So I think it's probably a little more um, carbonated, but not by a long shot. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Similar notes, like you still. So, like, I'm getting that tropical fruit, that mango. It it's a it does sort of have that slightly overripe, slightly stewed tinge, mm. but it's really hard to tell because it's so much lighter on the nose. Yeah. Here's the problem with with drinking two beers of the same recipe. I feel like I need to swish awkwardly, make out all the people <laughs> listening be like, "What? What? Are, what are the spit noises?" Um. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. It's so, just it's just light. So yeah. is, what's the main difference is then? I mean, the, I mean, I haven't even tasted the thing. Oh, so you have uh, had a swag. Between okay, go for so, it. So 
Um, I, I have I have had a swig, and kind of my initial thought is it's more Compared subdued in the last. nose, yeah. and it's more subdued in the flavour as okay. well. Um, Gun to I your think head. If, if you had the if you didn't know they were done by different brewers, would, would you be able to tell? They're different they, beers. They're, they're, different beers. Yeah, they're clearly different same. beers. Uh, I actually think okay. the shift here, uh, not only is it sort of like. Well, if the media, if the taste is sort of here on the first one, then the second one's kind of here. Mm-hmm. It's also where that shift is. It's kind of um, sorry, podcast. Now that they, I'm staring at the camera, I just forget. Yes, obviously I lowered my hand. Okay, um, I think it's also the sweetness has gone down. Right. Yeah, um, and the bitterness has mildly gone up, but I or it might just be the, it's just less sweet, which yeah. given that it's a higher alcohol, like I. Mildly surprised. I mean, if it, if the previous one was six percent and this is six point five percent, I'm not surprised. If that one was five, like yeah. half the can disguided to tell us, and this is six and a half, I'm I'm actually surprised that there isn't that much shift. But yeah, I would say like you're getting the same sort of tropical notes, but they're all subdued. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's also. I mean, I might have to have to have another couple sips, but like it's. That bitterness is there, and it's a bit stronger, but it's not as distinctly piney either. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I was going to say. It's almost a little flatter okay. uh, in its in its sort of flow. So the the, the pipeline had these um, had those 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 tropical fruits, and it flowed quite well into that piney bitterness. Mm. This kind of has those tropical fruits, and then just has this. Bitterness, lingering yeah that, that kind of is just there doesn't move into it it is just around and, and i think that piney note in the pipeline brew is the thing that kind of connected the two that it Definitely. flowed into that piney you realize that it's it's got that piney note it's a little bit kind of herbal very slightly mm-hmm. that allows that to easily get into that bitterness whereas this is kind of it's fruits oh there's a bit of bitterness yeah, okay. so I think the right way to, to metaphorically describe the ch- difference in bitterness is um, uh, the pipeline is like when you realize that your long-term relationship or marriage is just not what you wanted it to be and you're like, fuck, I'm bitter. And then you're like, well, okay. Like, I've been with this while. I had this realization. And then this one's like, Oh, I've been resigned for to that for years, and I just stayed <laughs> with it. Like, <laughs> oh yes, so <laughs> right, a right. free therapy session. Yeah, yeah. Well, Would you like by to therapy, I mean me projecting all kinds of things onto beer. <laughs> Would you like to lie down, sir? I really enjoyed both of you. Like, where the fuck is he going with this? <laughs> I like doing it. <laughs> oh so no, right. no! I, I, I mean, I, I mm. the analogy works. I completely yeah, understand. Yes, so now, now I know exactly what these two beers <laughs> taste like. <laughs> hey, if the analogy works, it's done its job. Yeah. <laughs> I think it. I would have guessed that the um, the the percentages would have been sort of switched. That this would have been the lighter beer. Mm. Uh, and I think that's just because it's maybe it's just not as big it doesn't mm. have as much of a big flavour however we are 
maybe a little bit swayed by the previous beer you know it does have very similar notes to it so we're already accustomed to it mm-hmm. it would be interesting and i don't know how we would do some kind of taste testing to say right here's what pipeline can one taste like yeah here's what pipeline can two tastes like is that then similar to mm. what we're experiencing yeah. with the with the mondo you know we're already one can in of this i mean specific we should kind of recipe we we could have done the the proper thing, um, and that's why we haven't hit the big leagues on the beer podcast. We just don't have like the coffee or the something stabilizing. Uh, but just a I mean, quick glass of red wine in between. Just to <laughs> cleanse oh, I was just gonna mix myself a a stirred martini because I have uh, gin and vermouth <laughs> calmly lit, lit up beside me right now. And uh, an empty bottle of scotch because well that's how my night went yes last night. Um, nice. But uh, no, I, I think um, we'll get a better sense for that comparison by the end of this one when we're sort of fully in mm. this park. So I think by the time we hit the end of the episode and talk about beer, uh, you know, the comparison more, I think mm. we'll have a. I think it'd be worth us sort of tabling back and be like, okay, last few sips of this one, what are we thinking? Because you're right, like it's hard when they have very similar notes. Um, and we did have that initial, there was that initial sort of push pull on the pipeline, right? There was that, like, I had that aspartame taste, but by the end of it, like by a few, like probably five sips in that, that disappeared. And then it was like, well, that was like the thing I was worried about, but obviously all of that stuff, because our palate is full with this type of beer, given that it's the same recipe, you're just never going to have that journey. So I think it really has to be sort of end of 10 versus end of 10. Yeah. To be fair, yeah. Right. To be fair, absolutely. So we will return to discussing the Mondo uh, a bit later, brewing all together beer later um, at the end of the episode, and we'll get back into some games. Adol, what do you want to talk about this week? I'm happy to jump in. Uh, well, I mean, I just wanted to talk about... Well, mine was a bit of inflammatory. I was going to talk about uh, the Epic Games Store de- outage um, and it being linked to GTA V, a game that... How do you not own it? Like, everyone and their dog owns it. It's been the top of the charts for a million years, but you get it for free on a new platform and you crash the site that you guaranteed whinged about it on the internet. Um, yeah. You know... And uh, I I, but it did get me thinking because it was there. It's always going to be there for a week. They can generate as many codes as they want for that game. Yeah. Did you know that even though digital media is like owning a product, it's not like making a product in the same way once it's done. Yeah. <laughs> Those yeah. perfect zeros and ones. If only pottery could be the same. <laughs> um. I. I mean. I guess I just wanted to open up for kind of like we've been we, we sort of every so once in a while jump in and out of the like digital library what do you own what do you not own thing mm. and i thought it'd be a, kind of a nice a reason to oh, i don't just notice the mouse uh, a good reason to just um sort of touch base up on that again uh you know like what like i do the same thing so i the lucy actually your wibbly wobbly worlds game Winding Worlds, yeah. Yeah, Nob. Nog? Nog, 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 yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the Nob game. Uh, I also own it because it clearly was given away on Epic Games, right? But I've never played it. In fact, I don't open Epic Games 
I, I almost opened it earlier this week because I purchased mm -hmm. John Heck, John Wick Hex, mm. uh, months ago and forgot all about it. And after Ben talking about it, I was like, oh, fuck, I really wanted to play that game. Mm -hmm. I think this PC can handle it now that I have a working PC. I should do that. Um, but I kind of only ever open, I don't even open the Epic Game Store app. I just go on the website and click get free game. And oh, then you can off. do that. I didn't know you I'm going to do start that. doing that. Fuck yeah, why would you? <laughs> I'm going to uninstall that launch. <laughs> <laughs> but like, this is, no this is idea. the thing, right? Like how much of, how much of this is, um, collector's instinct. That's what and, it is, yeah. Cause like, I own all these games. <laughs> Already. Oh, I stopped. Oh, no. I stopped getting the same game twice. Right. But also, maybe that's not a terrible idea. This was the vibe I was going for, which is like, I don't. I haven't read the terms of service on Steam or whatever. But like, if things went sour between me and Steam, some of these games I would still own because of yeah. my well, own because of my product license registration with Epic. That's actually not a terrible idea yeah, because true. these like ecosystems get weird over time mm. um so yeah i just thought it'd be interesting to talk about that i was curious what your thoughts were on sort of like um yeah not Ownership owning and, cloud yeah. games but on different platforms etc i have a very short take on this is because personally i understand the the worry about it and i think like conservation is very important for the games industry but personally i don't care if i don't own anything you know it's like ori in the blind forest no ori in the will of the wisps is my favorite game this year i don't own that it's on game pass yeah. so it's like in 20 years when i want to be like oh yeah i remember ori I, if i can't play it it's just like okay That'll live long into my memory, and my, when my memory's gone, that'll be the least of my worries which games I played, so... I've got my spreadsheet anyway. <laughs> so, hey. so it's just like, you know... And games are a thing that are like... It's not like, oh, I want to watch The Godfather. I've watched The God, Godfather trilogy this weekend. But anyway, it's like, nice. it's like oh, I can go watch that. Mm -hmm. Very good. Um, it's like, oh, I want to watch that. And it's still the same experience. Sure. Maybe with different contexts through older lenses, or if I become a Don, it'll be I may watch it with different, you know, perspective. You mean or you whatever. haven't? I think you mean <laughs> when she inevitably becomes. Yeah, a Don. when I inevitably <laughs> become one, it's gonna happen. Um, but with games, it's like, as you say, with like quality of life upgrades and stuff like that. Games just don't always hold up as well as they do mm. in your memory. I mean, I'm sure we'll get to a point where games won't change much from a, you know, user interface or like control-wise and they'll still feel good more so than games in like the 8-bit era or 16-bit era or yeah, like in VR, like those games will look and feel terrible in 5 years. So, but you know, traditional games, maybe, you know, they'll still feel good in 20 years, but I don't really replay games. It's like, well, I want to go back. Maybe if I can't, I'm not going to cry about it, you know? Right. So that's my hot take. Mm. Mm. And I think to, to, to sort of add to that, I you know, I'm not one to 
go back and play games that I have previously played. Mm-hmm. Um, if a uh, but okay, and I will I'll preface this by saying I am one to click on Epic Games and make sure that the free games are in my library, or go on Same. PS Plus yeah. and make sure that the free games are part of my library. I love uh, free stuff. It doesn't outside of the games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will hoard all of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and occasionally, um, you know, I started Mutazone, which which Lucy you talked about before. You know, mm-hmm. got that through Epic Games. It's one of the free games. Brilliant. I I absolutely will finish that and uh, and play it through when I wouldn't have played that previously. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going back to GTA Five to play through the main campaign. I did that. On the PlayStation Three, no. I'm not going back. To, I'm not going to go back and do it on the PS4. Not... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have. I think I've only ever got to like three heists into that game, and then lost a save file. Started an Xbox One. Then by the time I realized that I wanted to play it again, not only did my PC blow up, but also my Xbox One I sold. <laughs> I just like I'm never finish. I'm never finishing that game because to it's be like, honest, I don't want to do that first fucking yeah. mission where you steal a car outside of what's his name's office is what's his other name. Who the fuck cares? Yeah, I don't want to fucking have to play ten hours to just get the other fucking guy. Like, to, yeah, to be honest, that campaign is for me really forgettable, and it's the worst yeah. GTA campaign. Yep, I think everything about that I world is tremendous, yeah. and is just a feat of technology and design and mm, art absolutely. and everything like that. But the campaign's not great. So, I mean, my problem with GTA games, to, to tangent on the tangent, is that like I also did, I did even less with GTA Four. Like I love GTA Four. I think that's I did not finish the, the campaign. I loved the game, but yeah. I like. I loved the world and fucked around in yes. the world, and well, then right, because yeah. I owned it on PC, uh, just unlocked shit. <laughs> like it was just like, no, I'm not, I'm not playing this crappy campaign with this kind of shitty driving mechanic with really precision controls needed for a couple early missions, and also like going bowling mm. or whatever. It's just like, no, this isn't the hey, game I want. Nico, go oh, my god. Yeah. Off Roman, yeah, exactly. Like, it, it was just like, no, yeah. fuck this. I will just. I think, I think this. I love that game. I really yeah. love that game. I think the story what? is probably the best Rockstar has told, other than like Red Dead and Red Dead Two. Really, Ooh. better than um, San Andreas. And San Andreas City? is my favorite game, but San Andreas is basically Boys in the Hood. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true, yes. but like yeah. they copied a very good plot. Oh yeah, I love the I love the story in San Andreas. I just think the writing is probably stronger in GTA Four. I, I, I San Andreas will always be my favorite. So it, it's it, do I you would, think I would GTA... agree. Mm-hmm. I would so agree it's... actually. I think the writing is better in GTA Four yeah. because they've had uh, you know that much extra time to hone their skill. They yeah. tried to then what happened with GTA Five? Uh, they tried to kind of with, well with San Andreas they stepped out of their comfort zone a little okay. bit. You know. None of that. I can't imagine they brought in many experts on actually being a gangbanger to come in and yeah, help write yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and and that was like very much set in like the nineteen ninety two riots and yeah. and Scarface yeah. was GTA Vice City and yeah. GTA three was a very good story. It had all kinds of stuff in it. Like 
And oh yeah, there, it was a bit more and, random. It was their first like, foray into really trying to yeah. tell a story. I think it's wasn't a good it? story. Yeah. I, I liked it. I, mean, I really replayed yeah. GTA three in well, I've played through like the first couple chunks, like the first two yeah, acts bridge, of GTA three yeah. in the past like game. five years. Like, mm-hmm. like that game a lot. I, I third item them... was rubbish though. I don't remember. Yeah, I you don't really spend much time. I just remember having to. Maybe fly a dodo there and yeah, it was the posh bit. Yeah, yeah, it's the posh bit. And I finished GTA Three, and that (laughs) the last part of that game is it's bad and it's hard. But um, but yeah, I think GTA Four is a better. Anyway, don't buy. So so what I'm hearing is I should give GTA Four another chance if I have an opening in my schedule. You don't, (laughs) but you should. Yes. Um, I mean, I have all kinds of. I I would go back to that one if I was to go back to any of them. It'd probably be that one. Not GTA 1969 London, the weird pseudo <laughs> DLC before DLC was a DLC, so sold it as a standalone game. That, Speaking that one? of DLC, the GTA 4 DLC is really good. Uh, the Lost and Damned and oh, yeah. Ballad of Gay Tone. Yes. Those are really yeah. good. Yeah. Well, they shit. are very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, for the longest time, I bought both of them as a like a bundle. Mm. But just yeah. for some reason, couldn't play them. They oh, just no. would not launch. Uh, PlayStation had a massive issue with Ooh. whatever my purchase was. Uh, Did you buy it digitally? Or yes. Disc? Yeah. Oh, no, that's digitally. Cool. Um, that's GTA weird. 4 was on a disc, and mm-hmm. I bought them digitally, and I could just never launch them. They just would never work. Uh, and then suddenly, mm. maybe a year or 18 months after I'd actually bought them, mm. they worked. <laughs> and I could play them. They patched them. <laughs> Massive patch, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but going back to kind of the, the the topic, yes, I will go and pick those free games up. I'm not going to go back to many games that I've already played, but I will play the the, the free games that I pick up that yeah. I that I haven't experienced yet. But on Lucy's point of. Um, of just having access to these old games and services kind of running out of Steam and pun mildly intended. Um, uh, GOG is doing a kind of a little bit towards... And GOG has always been a service which has lived in that realm of of preserving older games and allowing you to play them DRM-free as well. You know, if you buy a game on GOG... You don't need to use the launcher. You can install it directly onto your machine without having to go through the launcher. Yeah. But because I was about to say, isn't the whole history of that like GOG and that company like oh in Eastern Europe uh, we couldn't play like these you know LucasArts games yeah. and it's like instead of people pirating them, here's a way to actually purchase them. And yeah, definitely. CD yeah. Projekt started up exactly like yeah. that. They were... Uh, Literally writing, why it's called CD Projekt. Yeah, they were they were writing the the True. games that weren't <laughs> available over there um, for release in, in Poland, basically. Yeah. Um, because they couldn't get the games uh, on a wider release, so they'd get one imported over, and they mm-hmm. would redo everything and, and put language options in there and stuff, and then 
release it and that's how they yeah. made their first bit of money basically uh, but they are doing a thing where uh, through their client through God Galaxy mm-hmm. um, I can't remember exactly what the service is called but every now and again they will pop up and say you own this uh, we've got 15 games right now if you own yeah. them in Steam mm. you now own them on this platform here oh, it is nice. for free Cool. so you oh, can then great. get a DRM free version of that game mm-hmm. you can install it on your PC and you never need to have any kind of check against that that will forever live on your machine yeah so so long as you yeah well, yeah and so the long key as, is so, so, so long, long as, as so long as gog exists and right. you don't upgrade your machine and wipe your hard drive to need to gain access to the but install like, files well, again the key but is, you could download the install files and yeah. put them on a uh, put them on a usb stick and have them on a big shelf of, of portable <laughs> but, hard yeah, drives but also or USB sticks for, god forever. could god could Collapse and those install files would still work is the key, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like, yeah, it's not. That's not the same as if Valve imploded. Mm, yes, no. absolutely. And it's fine having, you know, the the same game on uh, on PlayStation, on Epic, and on Steam. But I think GOG is kind of key in this, at least in terms of preservation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. and actually having a workable library in ten years' time. I mean, you're able to play any of the games that you have now in 10 years' time. Yeah. Rather than, you know, Epic going, well, yeah, we did give that to you for free, but we've lost the rights to it. Uh, or, you know, as with other games, as with previous Grand Theft Auto games, we don't have the music licenses for them anymore, so mm-hmm. you can't play the game at all. It's gone until we figure that shit out. I mean, this is my least favorite part about owning digital games that music is a big part of it. it's just like well our contract expired so even though you bought that game yeah. hopefully you yeah. kept it installed and didn't change your computer because fuck you mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it's like well isn't that kind of the game i bought the, the yeah, first time i yeah. yeah the first time i hit that was um I think it no longer will happen in this way, but in the PS3 era, there the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games okay. had DLC that then they lost the license for. But Ooh. I think they something uh, I, I might be incorrect. I may I, I believe I purchased it and then years mm. later tried to like reinstall it and couldn't get the DLC content even though I had bought it but I might have mm. been I wanted to have bought it and then couldn't anymore so I might be wrong but I just remember there was a weird kerfuffle that was different there was something skewy about it but it might have just like it, honestly it might have just been the fact that like we had never really hit that on a mainstream-ish game that like yeah remember when you had access to buy this thing and then tomorrow you didn't get to buy it as DLC yeah. Yeah, I, I I do want to mention like Xbox, uh, back compat. Um, mm, yeah, because that's great. Like, in terms of if you own this disc, you can just put it in and then. I mean, this is why yeah, back compat is really important, right? It, yeah. Um. And well, Microsoft have said that we're looking to do this for the foreseeable future. So if it's like, oh, we have Halo, you know. 50 on our cloud service in 600 years or whatever you can go back and play as if the world's going to last that long never (laughs) but you know in theory what they're saying is like look if you owned it back then you can play it many many years from now and 
it'll just be in like some random server or something like that and yeah it's like I go back to all those back compact games like probably more than the average user um, but it's like yeah it's like Mafia 2 was is definitive edition is like out today or whatever something like that it's like if I want to go back and play Mafia 2 I could just put in a disc or I yeah. can uh, you know if it's on my library it's just there so I think I think there's there's another step to that mm. in that you know uh, I can understand why when I buy the disc of Final Fantasy 7 mm-hmm. I don't just then own it as a digital version of that because I could then just go and resell the disc and I yeah. own it in a digital version but with games that are X number of years old that actually no new copies are being pressed anymore you can mm-hmm. only buy it as a second hand product yeah. and these manufacturers and and game companies uh, you know aren't part of that second hand um, game Market. economy that actually after it gets pressed if you put your disc in for mm-hmm. black ops mm-hmm. which you cannot buy new anymore that Xbox yeah. pops up and says hey we have all of the digital files for this game it's on backwards compatibility you now just own this game That would be. we nice, have yeah. it as a digital version for you get rid of your disc you'll get a quid for it down at the <laughs> fucking indoor market which everyone used to skate yeah. at years ago but <laughs> you can you can you know go and sell these 20 discs you have from your xbox 360 for 50p each because we will give you the digital license to uh, be but, able to kind of play that but I they would that stop the being next... 50p because then you could get a digital copy of that game and so the the value of all these discs would go up because you would just bounce them around everyone but but they they might the, the value the of the disc might go up, but they're mm. not part of that economy. Yeah, I, you know, but that's sadly that's not how people protect their intellectual property, right? Sure. Like, yeah, I, I agree. That's it would be nice. Yeah, it because... would be nice, and it's a super consumer friendly thing, and there'd be yeah. so much goodwill. Again, as you pointed out, Ben, on a market that they will never penetrate. Mm. But yeah, because it's like I I had a mini heart attack when I thought I lost a disc um, for Black Arts and it's like well, <laughs> I have nothing else to play it was just still in the console wasn't it It that that's its home in the console <laughs> until Warzone came over which will be booted out soon enough because I'd rather just play Black Ops now and then <laughs> at this point um, what, I need what, to try what's this the name of that game what, in, the Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered uh, I think it's I Modern know. Infinite World War 7 <laughs> Probably the one that came out last year. I think it's. That's in I think the base game is called is Call of Duty Modern Warfare, but because this is its own free install that you don't actually need Modern Warfare, it is just Call of Duty Warzone. Yeah. Yeah. Modern Warfare. Call of Duty Warzone. Zone with your friends in a war. It sounds like taking too many mushrooms. Mm, so many stupid naming. Now I want to play it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Modern Warfare so... Two Remastered came out recently, didn't it? Yes. When you say uh, recently, yeah, um, last month. 
Is that well, two recent? months ago if you're on PlayStation or something? Man, I yeah. have lost track of all of yeah, I think, the I think it, it just appeared. PC and, and Xbox. Yeah, it was like, like... Everyone was like, oh my god, someone's found some files for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Remastered. And then everyone, <laughs> the next day it's like, yeah, here it is on the store. Buy it if you want, sure. Oh, I, I don't even totally think I that. saw a review for it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone played it. <laughs> Apart from the billions who are probably it'll playing be, it It'll right be free now. on PlayStation Plus in like two months' time. It's fine. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> But speaking to that, PlayStation Plus, like, going back to On Topic, like, mm. I let that lapse a couple of years ago, and it's like, when I think, oh, I never got around to that game on Vita, I'm just like, oh, well, I don't own it. Yeah. And then I think yeah. I'll pay triple the price for it on Switch one day if I'm really impelled, you know, compelled to play it. Yeah. You could I- find a, you know, a month's pass for, like, two quid somewhere. Yeah, probably. True, but I don't actually want to play on my Vita or my PlayStation <laughs> 4, so that's a reason why. I should sell my Vita. <laughs> no. Well, I don't know what to do with it. Just I just don't touch it. Mount it. it. Uh, it's a very special console. I, I had its love heyday. It. Yeah. yeah I, I really like the Vita. To be honest, actually, I mean, I think basically, if I didn't have Animal Crossing, I've now <laughs> gotten into. I, I don't. One, uh, so two two things. Um, mm-hmm. One is now I rarely dock my Switch. It's it's now a a, a sort of bed based um, interactive uh, mm-hmm. entertainment. Ooh, that's a weird turn of phrase that I didn't mean. <laughs> what are you doing with your Switch? <laughs> Those islanders are very attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Don't king shame me. Oh <laughs> uh, no. Um, but uh, if I didn't have that, I think I would pick up the the Vita because I think I have like the first ten Final Fantasies on the Vita and a bunch of other yeah. random RPGs, and be like, oh, it's perfect for that, right? It's just like go to bed, play an RPG, wake up, play an RPG. Like yeah. you don't need like, oh, that's great. That's why I had the Vita. I just stopped playing sort of handheld mm. for a while. Mm. Um, yeah, because I was but, thinking of the one that one GTA that came to. Liberty City stories, yeah, and that's on Vita, and it's like yeah. I never finished that. There was Vice City stories as well. Yeah, yes, there was. Mm. Yeah. And um, I'd have to buy them. Is the store even still up for Vita? <laughs> do know. UMDs <laughs> still exist? <laughs> UMDs is PSP. Oh, uh, yeah. Vita's had their own have? little cart, little cartridges. They had their own cards, oh, cards and their own proprietary memory. How do they taste? Um, I never, I don't know. They they taste Probably like nice. a knockoff Switch card. <laughs> uh, I was there was a second thing. It doesn't matter. I can't remember it. I, it's, fine. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, let's then ben. Uh, let's move on to uh, our final topic. I'm I'm not going to talk much um, this week. I'm. Um, only going to touch a little bit on Disco Elysium, which I'll probably mm-hmm. talk about next week when I put some more time into it. Yeah, um, I feel um, like I'm super early in yeah. that game still. The game's like how, how much hours, time have so. you put into it so far? Uh, I don't know. I put it says seven hour. hours. It oh, says wow. seven hours, but I Where don't think I put. I don't think I put that much in because. I've uh, I played it a little bit. I've paused it. I've done uh, some work yeah, okay. for an hour. I've then maybe yeah. played a little bit over lunch and kept it, but kept it open. 
So right. maybe four or five, really, that I have actually played and gone through the story. But it's... Um, I mean, it's one of the games that was lauded last year. Lots of people yeah. absolutely loved this game last year, and it appeared in many, many Game of the Year lists and was probably Game of the Year for lots of people last year. Uh, it is an isometric... Classic wow, role What's the fucking game genre? Classic, what is it? Classic I mean, role-playing, CRPG. Role, yeah, CRPG, isn't it? It just is a CRPG. CRPG. Yeah. Yeah. That's a computer role-playing game for the, those of you in the audience. <laughs> but it, it, it doesn't follow the kind of it doesn't follow the genre in that a lot of those games are sort of fantasy-style games. This no. is a uh, Fallout. Like, Fallout. Mm, sort of fantasy game in it. Fallout's still fantasy. Yeah, apocalyptic fantasy. It, it, and in what Disco way Elysium's is, kind of fantasy? Yeah, I was just saying, in what way is Disco Elysium not it's more fantasy, grounded, but, but Fallout well, is? Okay, so grounded, grounded is the word, I suppose. Yeah. Um, in that Disco Elysium is no uh, is much more grounded than a lot of those kinds of games. Um, you are this alcoholic cop um, who you think has. At the beginning of, of everything, has forgotten. At the beginning of the game, has forgotten everything, and whilst you're trying to um, solve a murder, you're also kind of trying to piece together who you are. And it's got some very interesting sort of systems in it that um, affect the kind of the dice rolls on all of the encounters that you have on the kind of. Um, different checks that you need to make for dialogue options and things like that, and allows you to upgrade some of these systems on this kind of uh, on this web, which you can put points into kind of empathy. So you know, if you need to empathise with the character and you put points into that, it's going to be an easier role for you to be able to do that. But there's interesting things that uh, you can put points into understanding the world a little bit better. You can put points into um, how drugs will affect you. So actually they have like a greater um, a greater effect on you. Or that you know what someone is kind of under the influence of. Um, there's all of these like subtle elements that are affecting kind of like the dice rolls and the decisions mm -hmm. that happen whilst you're playing. And what yeah. is been what's been good is that it doesn't feel or it, it, it does feel like a dice roll. So I've had mo I've had times where it's like it's a seventy nine percent chance. I mean that's no, what no, makes it a CRPG. You, you, yeah, I think. absolutely. Yeah. You failed. It's a twenty three percent chance. Oh, you've passed it. And I'm like fuck. I didn't. I did RNG not for expect. The win. Yeah. Did not expect that at all. Um, and whether these I've got no idea whether they are dice rolls whether it is actually happening or whether that is part of the story oh I see um, and I've not delved into any kind of like forums or I've not looked at any guides or anything yeah, like that yeah. for people to say to oh yeah you, you know you have to do this twice you will always fail the first dice roll uh, and you, need to, you know I, mean, I, I don't know whether anything, it has that yeah I've never I, I haven't read anything about subterfuge from what I understand it's just RNG and the the, the, the mm. core mechanic of the game is you've got way more like CRPGs of old had like seven stats and you've got a bunch more and 
the point yeah. of this game is to really explore what the, with modern technology and good writing what can you what what'll come out uh, yeah. which is why I'm super <laughs> like enthused about it because like it seems like the conversation based angst of the XCOM missing at 98% hit ratio sort of stuff like like XCOM plays the RNG game to the point where people are just are convinced mm -hmm. that it cheats because sometimes you like 98 8 and 100 and 60 definitely ain't 100 but people people don't interpret probabilities the right way and mm, like yeah. to have that across the board on all kinds of different angles and they're all sort of social based um, like yeah when you 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 won this code off of a giveaway on a facebook group right i did yes well not not uh, not one someone just said yeah sorry um, i've got i've got a couple Grab of games yeah. I've got a couple of codes for games does anyone want it I, was... I just luckily managed to be on facebook within the first couple of minutes of that person posting in a group as um, someone who so, yeah. abandoned that facebook group years ago uh and has sort of made fun of it on the side i was like well there's a petard it's mine <laughs> and i'm being hoisted because uh, I, yeah, sticking around that group for for years probably would be worth it on getting that game for free because it's it's like been near the top of my. List I don't think that. that no, I don't think that would have been worth it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't kind think of so emotional term uh, is not worth a game. But I did, what twenty pounds. Uh, I, I I mean, so. one of the reasons why I haven't picked it up. Well, the main reason is I'm bad at playing video games. Uh, and it's a big not game. not not yeah. I'm, I'm okay daunting. at gaming, it, but I'm bad at actually playing games. Um, but uh, also, I figured it, it'll probably hit the humble bundle or some other nonsense yeah, that sure. I'll get access to I, and like. Yeah, now I've stopped you're... being in a rush to play games. Yeah, mm. we've got all the time in the world, but um, but yeah, no world for time. True. There is no world left. Um, but you talking about it, Ben? Um, makes me want to go back to it because I started it um, mm. and it's just one of those it's a lot of reading and it's yes. a lot of um, you know the the time <laughs> that I need to put into it because it's like a 40 hour RPG yeah. and it's like oh I want to play this on a computer because you know uh, well it's only on computers right now but I know that they've basically launched well not launched but they've I see updates for this game all the time it's installed on my computer I see updates all the time and they've said that the, the devs um, have said that it can basically run on your crappy you know 10 year old computer now so it's like nice. I could play this on my surface in bed maybe now <laughs> and then but I know that they've probably got that build working because it's coming to Switch soon. So I'm just thinking, oh, wow. I just go all in on Switch. And get um, another copy? Yeah, because that's what uh, I did. Lucy. Because I mean, the, 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 the text is going to be tiny on Switch. It it's will be, be tiny on Switch, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They'll have to do some very good optimization on that mm. to, to, to present that to you very well. Mm -hmm. Um I should just suck it up and just play it on PC. It's, you should, I yeah, agree. absolutely. This, yeah. this PC that one costs the, me a lot of, one of money. The, one of the really good things about it is that when you encounter a kind of a new character, mm -hmm. it every it starts off being voice acted. So kind yes. of the initial blurb between you and that character is is voice acted, or not between not from you, 
uh, the character that you're playing, but from the from the opposite character, from the NPC, they will voice their responses to you. And when you start then getting into, say, lines of questioning, where you can go down different paths, um, you know, different answers will elicit different kind of responses and things. They're not voice acted, so there is mm-hmm. a lot of um, text reading. Yes, yeah. um, and I've just not been in the mood for that for ages. And like that's reading a lot of text. Yeah, I, like, I can I completely mm. see why. Um, I think for me, it has been compelling enough mm-hmm. to pull me through a lot of that, yeah. and for me to sit through this. And I I mean I must have realised maybe three hours in, and actually if I double clicked. My character would run rather than just fucking sauntering everywhere oh, and no. taking ages to go anywhere. Come on, Ben. Um, you should know, I know this. I know, you've exactly. Been, I should have, you, should have been, been a so dad long. playing games for so, been so long. long since I played one of these games. <laughs> oh, dad boy. He needs a shortcut. It's the dad effect. It's the dad effect. Not realizing that games do have Are games that don't do that, like, like Virtualverse that I spoke about earlier. I was like, mm. if you don't have that in a point and click adventure, or if you double click, you don't just automatically move to the next scene, or they do a quick walk. Yeah, yeah. What are we even doing at this point? Dino fire. Like, yeah. <laughs> Dino very slowly progressing fire. Yeah. Oh, mm. brutal. Uh, but um, it, Disco Elysium feels like you are in a very slowly progressing fire. Yeah. At points, <laughs> it kind of it it really hammers in that you you're kind of trying to piece together who you are and getting things wrong, just not having any clue. And actually a lot of that is kind of determined by your responses and what you want to impress upon the character. And I haven't got to any kind of point yet where someone has specifically kind of said, no, you're actually like this, not like what you've been kind of pushing this character towards. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see if that point occurs or whether mm-hmm. it is just completely open to how I interpret things, what I am uh, pushing on this character and how I portray him. Yeah. Um, what did you roll as then? Like, what, what, what stats did you put most of your... So I customised it and made everything very average... Um, I think I upped... Oh, you're boring, Ben. No, 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 no. no. I think I upped intelligence. Right. I think I upped intelligence what, are you over cast everything else. you going to a fucking else. black magic spell? <laughs> I, I, I think I lent very much towards uh, manipulating people. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How I would do it. Yeah. Yeah. And hang time and grind and... Uh... <laughs> I'm going to have to fucking buy this game. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's definitely your kind of game, Adil. I'm I, like, I'm, like I'm, yeah, I've been I'm avoiding super it. Really. early in it. I think you'd both enjoy it. I absolutely think you'd both yeah. enjoy this game. It is written very well. Uh, Amazingly, the, the interactions between the characters are very mm-hmm. believable, um, especially with the main character kind of being this stumbling <laughs> guy who's woken up from an absolutely insane bender and cannot remember anything. Oh, so uh, this all the Hangover. <laughs> Were we just playing the Hangover? When does Mike Tyson yeah. show up? But you're a cop. There's no, there's no tigers. We yet. can all relate to this. No yeah, tigers but, yet. Um, yeah, it's it's just very, the it's 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 slightly humorous, but it's very dark and. It is. Yeah, it is yeah. very dark. So yeah. it's like, it, am it, I in the mood to play this? Am I in the mood to of, kill demons like in Doom? No, probably not. Uh, Give it a few months. It allows yeah. you to 
go a little bit darker. Mm-hmm. It allows you to be self-deprecating if you want. It allows you to kind of play it safe. Normally, in response to someone's question or answer, you have four or five responses, mm-hmm. and they, you know, they they very much range from being um, being submissive to being super aggressive towards that person. Yeah. Or I like that. Trying to be clever versus trying to like play the- along with them type thing. Did you like do the two fingers up to like the barman and then just dive back into that poor wheelchair old lady? Did I dive into her? No, I did not dive into that one. <laughs> that, that's what happened in my playthrough. <laughs> well, I think I'm, I don't know, just running away from the barman or something like that, or the manager or whoever it is, and <laughs> just dive bombed into the poor lady in the wheelchair. Oh no, I didn't two do that. Fingers. I did that. <laughs> she tells you a lot about the area. So I've come to find out. Okay, I need yeah. to get back into it. Yeah, it's making me. But want it's to, you it's know. kind of again, it's one of those games where you, you know, you go and investigate something over in point A. You then have mm-hmm. to go to point B. That then leads you to point C. It then leads you back to point A, mm-hmm. back to point C, back to point B. It 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 does have you kind of banding around a little bit. Yeah. But actually, with all of the different. Um, tasks that it gives you never really puts one above the other it's up to you to decide kind of what you want Mm -hmm. to do and how you want to approach things Um, in the early kind of um, part of the game and the sort of the main thrust so far is you're investigating a murder and the corpse is is hung in a tree and you can't get it down you do not know how you can get this, this corpse down because it's been hung with this reinforced like cargo strap that you just don't have enough tools to be able to get down you can't climb the tree and all these sorts of things so there's lots of stuff kind of around that that you need to sort of uh explore and cover and kind of play with which is really interesting because it's taken me in directions that kind of led nowhere but also Mm. then gave me a little bit of an inkling to go inkling to go somewhere else which may have just been the first point of call had I have answered something in a different way uh, so it, it, it's got a lot of nuance to it it's got a yeah. lot of branching paths to it it's got a lot of ways that can mislead or direct you in certain ways as well so the the writing is very very key to this kind of game and is really good yeah. in, in this um, and it, as I said it's compelling um, yeah. I, I want to play this kind of over everything else at the moment as okay. well Maybe I should just try and sit down for if it's max an hour a day and just play it. See, so yeah, see if it really draws me in. And you'll be yeah, you'll be playing it for forty years. <laughs> forty? No, it's about forty hour of yeah. You get you get about, about a month, about a month or a month and a half in. You'll have done I it. I can yeah. do that. I can do the slow burn if if need be. You needed to play, start it in January when there was nothing else to play. I think I did start it in January. And then I <laughs> yeah, but then other things <laughs> popped up in yeah. February. Yeah, because I was like, this is a bit dark. Yeah, I don't know. yeah it's one and, of the few games uh, that and um, Outer Wilds. So I had to look at my shelf to see if it, yeah. I had Outer Worlds. I, 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 <laughs> I was right. talking to someone about Outer Wilds. Because they finished it, it and I'm like... I just don't. I want to get back to that game. I. Uh, Those oof. are the two games this year that I'm, I've been like. I originally was like, this seems like up my alley, but 
yeah, I'm not there playing is a games enough. But... Maybe I'll just wait until it gets cheaper, or it comes mm. on one of these like Game Pass or Humble it's on monthly. Game Pass. Uh, so I'll just ignore it. And those <laughs> oh, yeah, are the two that I've cons- consistently heard like good things, and people are like, "Got to play it." And I was like, "Shit, I got some FOMO," but also I don't play enough but, games. Yeah, I, 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 there's a part of me that just wants to look at the story on Outer Wilds because. That game is like full of revelations, but then when you, but I'm not gonna say anything. But it's like, but to get to those revelations, you gotta put in quite a bit of work. And yeah, so I don't like that work. Um, I I don't know if you guys. So, the Polygon people before the McElroys left Polygon, they had the Besties podcast. Yeah, Uh, and they've re, re they've. Spotify is now paying them to do it, so it's only on Spotify. But wow. they did so one oh, of their really? first few. Yeah, yeah, Besties is back, and it's on Spotify, and it's good. I it's no like idea. the Besties. Uh, I've listened to all the episode, yeah. the new episodes, and and like one of the earlier ones was them talking about um, Outer Wilds. Yes, yeah, Outer Wilds. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and uh, and I thought it was a really Spotify. good like exposition because a couple of them were like fucking love this game a couple of them like i just and most of the i just was on this like look the gameplay is not as good as you think it is it's and not. it's kind of a chore it and is. when when i fuck it up because i don't really know what i'm doing because i need to guide myself in this 20 minute loop like mm-hmm. actually it's annoying uh and yeah, i found that really sure. refreshing because the ones who didn't quite finish it were still like the twists i've seen are really interesting and I want to know how it ends, but Same, yeah. want, but I think it was Justin who was just like, I don't want to know how it ends enough to deal with this control schema. And I was sure. like, cool. Thank that's you for exactly letting me know that. that that's the kind of input my I want. Problem. Yeah. And it's like, it's like Dark Souls, <laughs> to be honest. Because a lot of it is time sensitive, because the whole thing in the game, you're in a time loop. And it's like, if you don't do this by this time, then go kill yourself and do it again. Because you're not going to be able to get to this specific point and do this specific thing. Yeah. And it's like, it just beca- and it's like I've been to this area before, I just didn't see that one thing, or I just didn't interact with this one thing yeah. whilst I was there. Now I have to go f- kill Father Gascoigne again in Yarnum or whatever, <laughs> all over again. And it's like, yeah. really... No, I, I, I like my dad game. So I don't want to play this. Dad game is definitely the title finishes. of the podcast. The moral of the episode: more dad games. Yeah, more please. And if you don't like the dad games, go and play your Amiga. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you don't like the dad games, play all the games that aren't dad games. Mm. <laughs> uh, I, I wonder if the, one day, in, in in a distant future, like. The people that we cuss with all these weird Steam comments actually just fought, you know, happen across this podcast. I would just... fucking love it. Me too. At me bros. <laughs> Fuck you right now. For 20 years in the future. It's where they... Yeah, it's where they I hope you're they... a dad now. Yeah, you're a dad now. <laughs> yeah. That's it. You're a granddad. Yeah. You're Amiga. Oh, granddad and his Amiga. Right, let's finish that this week. Yeah, I was just saying, I, I, I think we've gotten to the point where Adele's now just 
outwardly saying fuck you to random people <laughs> in the future <laughs> and we're just talking about potential dads in the gamer sphere that we've probably run out of steam Aye, I mean, but not an out of epic Yay. so adult biz um did the mondo open up a little bit more did you enjoy I, it more i think it did it? yeah so the mondo here it is um this beer uh, it opened up a little bit uh i thought um there 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 was some synergy between where the bitter and the sweet interacted that i didn't appreciate uh, mm -hmm. it's just that everything's just lower key yeah but it works really well like if i hadn't had this beer i would have probably have said this beer was like pretty well like melded and like a good taste profile but um uh yeah so like i like the mondo uh again it's a, to be honest the fact that a 6.5 percent still con confuses me because it just doesn't it tastes light mm. despite being absolutely sort of kind of a bit of a heavier sweetness i think it's because and like the bitterness la is again it doesn't have that pininess but it's a little more in in front and i kind of liked that but ultimately it's like, i hate to say it but it's just boring compared to the other one mm -hmm. like like the pipeline just did more things and had a yep. taste curve and had some trade-offs and they all melded well and there was a good movement between sort of the sweet moments and the bitter moments and like the fact that you realized after the fact, oh yeah, no, that bitterness was always there. It's just the sweetness was having an upswing and then it downswung, yeah. and then this light bitterness was just doing its thing the whole time. It just, it just, yeah. it, it it does what I like more, which is, again, like I like being taken on a bit of a journey with 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 my beers and this mm -hmm. the, the pipeline all together now did it way way more. I, I was waiting for that. I was like, there's no way Lucy's it's not going to be able to pick up. And the Mondo just like is a good beer and it, it hits those taste points, but in kind of a, from my perspective, a clumsier way. It's kind of just like, I'm doing this. Mm. Mm. I have yeah, these absolutely. ingredients kind of thing. Uh, but I'm also like super impressed by this entire project. Like, hey. Yeah. If anything, like if you can get multiple altogether nows out there, just so you can taste it, like how much goes into the manufacturing of a beer versus the recipe, because these beers did not taste the same. They tasted similar, but they have the same recipe. That tells you a lot about how much goes into beer that's sort of off the books, for lack of a better yeah, term. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And I and now I want to find the ones that you've already d dug up. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of want. I, I wish I'd put the dig beer in the fridge because I want to go and drink it now just to see what those differences will be from from them, from their brewing process, and what they have, uh, what they have done for it. I might stick it in the freezer for fifteen minutes and then stick it in the fridge for ten and, and, and yeah. crack it in like half an hour or something like that. Do it. Um, uh, Do it. I, I mean, I, I completely agree Do with it. what you're completely agree with what you're saying about the uh, the pipeline in the mondo. Uh, the Mondo was flatter, uh, it was more subdued, didn't have that flow. The pipeline did just have that lovely taste curve to it. It flowed through that experience, um, left me satisfied. And Whereas the Mondo was nice, it's a nice beer, but it didn't do much outside of um, that. So yeah, I, I, I completely agree with you on, uh, on that. But I shall... 
possibly look for some more of these altogether beers. It depends how many more are out in the wild now. This is something that actually started a few weeks ago, if not sort of three or four weeks ago, yeah. really. Um, when we started seeing sort of like the first bits, I think the, like the Daya had has been out mm. for for quite a while now. The left-handed giant, I think, came out at the beginning of this week or the end of last week. At the end of last week, I think actually. Um, but it'd be interesting to see if more of this kind of comes up as more people get their hands on the recipe and are able to say, yeah, sure, you know, anything we make from this beer, we are able to contribute to sort of hospitality um, industry uh, and and be within sort of the spirit of this. You know, plenty of people can get the recipe and just brew a similar beer, but to kind of be part of the project is what this is, what this is all about. So um, it would be interesting to see if this is something that persists through, you know, the next month or six weeks however long not really lockdown is existing for in the UK you yeah. know, with people kind of just doing what the fuck they like at the moment yeah. um, and then when lockdown 2 eventually occurs whether new altogether beers appear but we won't go into that right now thanks for that Ben mm. Mm. that's a downer like, I wish go for a walk now while you can I'm getting to that point where it's like yeah I could do with going as <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like to somewhere That's and nowhere. anywhere, anywhere. Yeah. I'd like to yeah. sit down somewhere. <laughs> That's God, not can, my like, just like go to a park and sit on a bench, just because you're yeah. allowed to sit on a bench. Yeah. Well, remember those those halcyon days. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. You remember absolutely. a pub? I can't. I can't remember. No, I don't. I, I, I literally don't know what a pub is. The pub. P- public. House. House? Not sure what you're talking about. So, like I think there might toilet. have been. I think that. I mean, there's definitely a setting in a lot of games of a public house, but I don't, I don't <laughs> think I've ever been to one. That's an. I think. I think you're mistaking it for an inn. No. Oh, I think yeah. you mean an inn. Yeah, it's where you get that initial quest on a really bad RPG. That's just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, to go kill rats. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My basement's <laughs> full of rats. Please go and deal with them, please. Kill the rats. Bard's Tale Three. Like every RPG. Yeah. <laughs> so that is us for this week. If you want to get hold of all of us, we are at Tanked Up Cast on Twitter and on Instagram. You can go to outoflives.net to read lots of articles, to see the video of this and our pretty faces, or the YouTube channel, which is Out of Lives Network. Go there again to see the beers that we have poured, or just how we look. If how, you we want. how we be. How we be. Really oh. curious. And our beards and our yeah. five o'clock shadow. No, it's yeah, I need to deal with sure. that actually. Yeah. Seven day. Ooh, is it real? I suppose it is, isn't it? Yeah. We record the same day every night, every week. Oh yes, yeah. yes. Um, <laughs> so yeah, interact with us. Let us know what you're thinking. Um, comment on our Twitter posts, um, on our Instagram posts. Let us know what you're drinking. You but- can also. Oh, go, go on. Oh, I was going to say, but also uh, you can catch us live on recording uh, every uh, week at 8 o'clock on twitch.tv slash outoflivesnetwork uh, like some of our friends in the channel already are. Um, thanks for tuning in, guys. Yes, thank you. 
Uh, and then if they wanted to talk <laughs> directly to myself, uh, you could reach me at the Omniarch, that's T-H-E-O-M-N-I-A-R-C-H, on all of the things except which, where I'm the underscore Omniarch. Um, but yeah, uh, how would they do that to you, Lucy? Um, I'm very tired, so not tonight, but they, any other time they can reach me uh, at GCDS9, Xbox, Steam... Twitter. I'm still trying to catalogue every single game I finish mm. this uh, year. I've barely scratched the surface. I, I tried to write like one sentence with them, but it's it's. I just haven't got around to it. Really That's fair. I mean, are you with, with that? Are mm. you doing um, all the new games that you play, or are you going to revisit the games you've already finished? Oh, she's well. already gone doing back. The, yeah, doing the ones that I've already finished. Sure. The hope was to catch up where I'm at the point where it's like, oh, these are just the games that I'm now finishing, you know? Yeah. But we've got a long way to go. <laughs> I I think I just need to sit down and do, like, four a day. But then I'm just clogging up the feed, and it's like... I, I do want to give, like, a bit of exposure to some of these smaller yeah, games. Yeah, absolutely. So. Oh, I'll try for free a day. That That's the target. But just, just, just mm. take the... Just take your phone to the toilet with you. Mm-hmm. Little tweet. Yeah. Oh, it's so hard, Ben. I, I'm a, I'm, I'm in the category of dad. Tweeting is hard, and it <laughs> takes a long time. And it's like to get it within the 140 characters or whatever. It's, it's 280 like, now. It's and fine then, now. Yeah, but I, I struggle. And it's like, how do I add an image? How do I, <laughs> I, how do I tweet to the right person Where without do you get the DMing image from? them? Oh, I just go on the. I just go to. Is it an official one? Hunt down is it someone press else kit. Someone's grabs and you've got to credit them. No, no. So I just shit. go. I just go to the press. I go. Um, I don't know. Uh, the Witcher press kit. And yeah. Just look, first image that's on there. IDGB. IGDB. Uh, you can do that, or you yeah. can go to the. Yeah, or they're like a lot, official a lot, a lot of games. Yeah, yeah I was just saying, or you can just go to their page. Uh, ben, but as I say, we, this takes time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ben, if people wanted to get a hold of you straight off instead of at Tanked Up, how would they do that? Well, I'm going to go to the toilet in a minute, so I'll be on my phone for you know probably five minutes, so you can do it straight away. Just uh, at Nova underscore forty seven on Twitter, on PSN, on Steam. Um, probably on Epic as well. Who knows? That <laughs> Who has friends is. on Epic? I don't know. Do we have you? It's, prob- it's probably numbers. Is there letters. friends? It's probably like can Nintendo. Can you friend anybody on Epic? I don't think I don't. you can. It's worse than Nintendo. They've made a system worse than Nintendo. <laughs> you, know, you know what? I have been cussing them since that thing launched because it is awful. But I do like the thing where it's like if you bought a game. And it goes on sale like a day oh, after yes. they yeah. refund you. It was, I, I thought we might really segue good. into that uh, earlier, but then we just ended up talking about uh, libraries. Yeah. It will be interesting to see <laughs> what the time period is on that, won't it? Partial refunds, um, yeah. Refunds, whether it is a... It's not going to be uh, six uh, years, is it? <laughs> yeah, no, but I could see it being like 30 days. I can see it, yeah. Being ma- I mean, that would be the standard, right? Two, like, yeah. Mm, yeah, 30 days is... I think Steam do something similar. Well, you can't just refund they anything do. on yeah. Steam. Ste- and Steam, has, that. Steam has refunds after if you've only played less than two hours, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, no no fuss, no muss, no questions asked. Yeah, I, th- really I think Steam, Steam do a uh, 
like a refund thing as well. Like if in a certain amount of time, even if you have played X number of hours, that if it does go on sale, that they do uh, they do credit your account. Mm. I'm pretty sure Epic is just coming in line with what Steam do already. Yeah, you know, we should probably look into this before we definitively say anything. What Can I have said cannot be verified in any way whatsoever. Do not take uh, it as writ. Just, just make your, just do your own research. Yeah, we're tired. We don't want yeah. to do it for you. You I, don't I need. need to take... Do you need Broforce to play Expender Bros? I think so. Oh, I don't know. So I, I just saw it in Steam. And I was like, oh. Oh no, Expender Bros is the free thing, right? Yeah, it, it stands. Yeah, you don't need Broforce for it. I might play that. <laughs> <laughs> now you finish hunt down you're in the mood yeah in the mood yes, for, for killing that experience you don't want fucking snake plissken and keanu and all of no, those just the expendables I, yeah i have been uh so i have been in a mood where it's like i don't even want to see a cutscene in my game i just want to kill things <laughs> that's fair yeah. brilliant that's what we need right now. It's what we all read right now. So, we're going to go and do all of those things for another week. We have been tanked up. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. Ciao. Mm -hmm. www.outoflives.net <laughs> <laughs>